episode 39. Thank you all for listening to episode 38. Thanks for being a dad. A drunk man's story. <laughs> I'm Gary here with my co-host. Santa Bear. And? And Stat Guy. And thanks for being my dad, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. We won't get into that, but you are absolutely welcome. Thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out at Wes Anderson Music on Facebook. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, the first and primary sponsor of OTL Sports Podcast. Thanks to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Call them at 419-704-5471. They serve the Toledo and surrounding area and not... Um, where are they playing the bowl game at? Boise, Idaho today, is that right? Yeah. Okay, Boise. Boise. All right. Works for me. Honestly, he might be cutting grass. Forty-four and sunny out right You're now. Supposed Man, to be sixty nice. on Friday. Yeah, I know. I saw 60. that. This like, is great. I love global warming. It's my I, favorite. I the, hate it. The fact that it's going to no be to sixty, it's going to be it's, insane. I'm so happy when I don't see snow on Christmas, New Year's, all of that. I, I honestly, I told a hot friend a couple weeks ago. I said, I hope it's seventy-five and sunny on Christmas. It was thirty-five and sunny. That was close. 30, thirty-five and sunny works too. You know, it makes everybody yes. happy if we have that and. I think we're all good with it. I would. I'm a Scrooge to the Christmas weather. I like the Christmas spirit. I like all that. Dude, I, just don't I, want I hate snow. Be, I just don't want snow. Why no, do you I'm hate with snow? Because I hate it's stupid. I'd rather it be sunny and seventy all the time. We've lived if here I could, our whole lives. I've seen plenty of snow. I don't want to. If see I anymore. could, I would live in San Diego where it's sunny and seventy all the time. Yep. Fuck you, San Diego. That's just how it is. But Wrong I can't there. be there because I won't be able to go past pretty much you know Bowling Green or past anywhere near that uh, as. The how, how it works in the divorce agreement with ex-wife is if one of us lives in the Anthony Wayne school district, Grayson goes to Anthony Wayne, hence why I live in the district. She also lives in the district, which is okay. But if I move out, she stays, he goes Grayson to Anthony stays. Wayne. Yeah, he can't go anywhere. However, if she were to leave, which she never will because her parents are in town, then he goes where he goes to Anthony Wayne if I'm in the district. So I have to be in the district. Otherwise, he goes where she goes. So I can't go to San Diego. I can't go on the road and do merchandising. Can't do any of that. So I'm stuck at my job forever, which is okay because I love it and that's my plan. So I will continue to do shows on the side, which, by the way, you know on the 1st we have Luke Combs. I'm excited for that one. On the 24th we have Shine Down and Papa Roach. And then, and then we just added March 9th in St. Louis. We got Garth, Garth Brooks. Brooks. I'm, yeah. dude, I'm excited for those two. He puts I'm on a great show excited. from what I hear. So it's going to be exciting for be, us. Is that going to be at Bush? Uh, no, it's it's probably at the Dome because Bush. it's in March. Okay. It's going to be at the Dome, I believe. And all shirts are like 25 bucks, so it'll be a good one. Oh, yeah, we're going to sell a shitload. So back to this. Uh, thanks to, what do we got? Verizon, true technology business partner. Helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future. We build it. Go to their website. Get in touch with a sales rep in your area. Thank you to PNC. Visit Cassandra at PNC. She can help get your credit score over 800 for us, which we're at. 700 for Jake. Ooh. Hey, actually. I, I, I dropped to 798. What? Well, and I don't know because I just opened up. Are you another, serious? I just oh, opened shit. up. I remember I told you in Shiv when he was here. Jake, you weren't here. I opened up another credit card, one of the like NFL extra point ones. You know, you get all the fancy points, get entered into the Super Bowl for tickets drawing every year, blah, blah. I don't really need another credit card, but I wanted one. You know, it's for emergencies. You never know. You always need something. So I told you that. Damn, this scotch is fucking good. <laughs> Holy shit. Thank you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, so I, I told them that I signed up. Obviously, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I signed up for a Cowboys one. I got I need a, a chaser because I'm a bitch. I got a Cardinals one, so I finally got it in the mail. Wait, a Cardinals what? I'm sorry. I got a Cardinals card. 
I, I signed up for the Cowboys one. And you got a Cardinals. The NFL sent me a Cardinals Are one. Are you shitting me? So I wasn't happy about that. So, <laughs> But the thing is, you can't contact them until you have you know your account number and everything. So yeah. I had to wait till the card got here. So I finally got the card this weekend, this last weekend, and sent them a thing and said, I will not activate your card and spend $1 until you send me that correct credit card. I want the star or I will not spend one freaking dollar on this effing thing. I was so mad. A Cardinals card. So now I got to wait until they answer me back and then wait to see if whenever they send my card, then finally I can activate it. But I, I don't know because that was also from Barclays. Yeah. My other yeah, one yeah. is through City. Okay. And so, but it was both Visa. I don't, I mean, you know, they're two different. But my City one still says like 812. Barclays says 798. So I don't know. You're probably in the middle. We'll go 806. It's still okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy good. with it. We'll get you over 700. I, hey, I'm getting closer. I'm still making truck payments even though I don't have it anymore. Are you going to get it back? I'm getting it back. I told you it was going to be like a, probably like a month and a week or two at this Good, point. because I need you to finally drive to West Virginia. I mean, I will <laughs> if it's back in time. All right, because it's going to be, uh, it, it sounds like for the two shows in February, it's going to be me, you, uh, Clay, and Justin. Oh, and then fun. St. Louis will be me, you, Justin, and we'll probably meet him in Indy um, on our way to St. Louis like normal, which is fine. we got to go through there anyway. And then uh, we'll see who else we're going to bring. we got to figure that out. We should bring Slow. Just slow though, not his partner. Just slow. His his partner, like Tanner. No, not his. <laughs> no, no, Lily. Got it. No, it's all good. You know, we'll see what happens uh, as we get closer. We'll we'll discuss it and you know see where we go from there. So, um, again, thanks to Cassandra. She can help with your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, personal banking. She's there to help. Give her a call 419-877-0634. And thank you, as we were just talking about trucks, to Charlie's Dodge. Ben Meyer, Charlie's Dodge. Give him a call 419-893-0241. Let's get right into this. How about Justin on the Twitter? He got us uh, today. If there was an NFL version of the Warriors, who would be on that team? So I'm interpreting this as current. So let's go with current. Let's just go down the line. Let's go quarterback. Who's our quarterback? Well, I mean, it would be. I mean, there is an NFL version of the Warriors. It's it's the Patriots. They've well, let's talk. Well, let's so. talk this year. Just this year. Then Mahomes. Okay, Mahomes, our quarterback. I agree. I'd go with Breeze. You'd go with Breeze. Not a bad one. So we're going to go Mahomes because two to one right now. Right. Running. And we'll. I want to talk about this a little bit later okay. um, about MVP, Breeze or Mahomes, because that's what it's come down to. So yeah. let's talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Let's remember that. Let's, let's uh, um, fill yeah, that one in. I'll a add bit. it into we'll this. We'll finish Justin's question, though. Um, running back, give me this year, Christian McCaffrey, man. I mean, he would be. He would honestly be the Steph Curry of that team for how consistent he's been. I was going to say Clay Thompson. But he's not inconsistent. He didn't like go for 45 points, 45 points, and then nothing, nothing, nothing. McCaffrey has been like 25-plus fantasy points for the last, what, eight weeks, I think? Mm-hmm. I mean, he has absolutely just dominated. He broke the um, running back receiving record this year for receptions. He has more receptions than his dad ever did as a wide receiver. In a year, right? In a year. Yes, in a year. Yeah, Which is it's, insane as a running back. It's crazy. And then uh, Ertz broke the tight end one this year yep, as well. He beat Witten, right? So that'll be my pick when we get there. But, yeah, McCaffrey running back. Yeah, I, I like it too. Me, I'm going with Zeke just because he is leading the league in rushing this year. And I, he's been, no, that's he's, solid. He's been consistent every year since he's been in the NFL. That, so that's I'm solid. Zeke, I, go, I'm going with Zeke all the way. And he there. would have the NFL rushing title each of the years if he didn't lose the six games. And I agree. I like Zeke. 
And maybe I don't see why we can't have our team be Mahomes and Breeze and then also Zeke and McCaffrey. Let's use them all. Let's, we can have all those guys. Sure. We've yeah, got to back just, up to our people. So let's no do it. There's no salary cap. Right. There we go. There's no salary cap. All right. So let's go. Linemen we won't get into. Let's go. We want money receivers here. So receivers, who we got? Michael Thomas. Easily. All day. All Easily. Day. He's our you know, one. The only, the, I, I honestly, the, the other one, one, I think actually he'd be 1B. 1A would be DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I don't know if you saw his stat. He is the only receiver in NFL history to catch more than 90 balls with zero drops. drops. He has 94 catches and zero DeAndre. drops. DeAndre Hopkins. Unbelievable. That is insane. And Deshaun's a fireballer, man. He, yeah. He's putting it in there. Deshaun hasn't, I mean, because last year, you know, he played so well, tore his ACL late in the year. Right. Um, but he's had a really an underrated year that a lot of people haven't seen. I, I think early in the year when they struggled, they lost three in a row. He was running a lot. He was getting hit a lot. Now he's not. He's standing. He's passing. And now that he's standing and passing, he's opening up that run dude, game again. You just saw it against Philly. He ran in two touchdowns again yeah, because his passing game has been pretty he, good the last second half of the year. He did. And um, I, I like DeAndre. I'll go with that. Uh, you know, I do want Antonio Brown there. I want him to be our slot receiver. So if we're going three, three receivers. I'm good with Thomas. I'm good with DeAndre. I want Antonio Brown in there as our slot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with uh... – I agree with Hopkins. I agree with Thomas and our even Brown, but I think a fourth one I would go with like Tyreek Hill or Keenan Allen. Yeah, I mean those are I solid had, too. Those can be on our bench. Those are we got five receivers. We're good. Yeah, yeah I could see that. We're running five wide. Um, two tight ends. How about that? Or one tight end doesn't matter. We'll go er, two. Ertz for me for sure. Oh yeah, Ertz and Kittle for me. Kittle absolutely has been a monster. Going to be huge next year. Uh, I'm going to go Ertz and David Njoku from Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, Njoku had a great year. He, he did have a great year. He's had a great year, you know. And um, as long as he stays healthy next year, he's going to have a pretty monster year because it looks like him and Baker have a a pretty good, um, you know, uh, what do I want to say? What's the word I'm looking for here? Connection. Thank you. Yeah, I was gonna say companionship, but I knew <laughs> that was weird. it was a c word, but I, that was not the word I was looking for. So but maybe they do have a nice companionship. So it's kind of to follow with our DraftKings. Let's just pick an entire defense this year. Who you taking? For me, it's the Ravens. <clears throat> They've had a great defense, man. They really have. Um, I want to be a homer and pick the Cowboys. And they're they're good too. They've just been so solid. Um, and you know, I am. I'm going to pick the Cowboys defense. No, that's good. Take them. And you know what I love is that Byron, since they moved him to corner, dude, shut down. Unbelievable. He had one bad game, and that was, I think that was the indie game. Yeah. Other than that, it wasn't it. And if I sound different, I don't have McDonald's chicken in my mouth. <laughs> You're damn right. He has something else in his mouth. The uh, what about you, Jake? Uh, if I had to go with that, I'd go with. I'd go with either Baltimore or Chicago. I mean, those are the two that I would I'd go with. With Khalil Mack, Chicago's defense has been off the charts, man. I mean, they would be a good defense without Khalil Mack, but he with just, him makes them, they make them elite. Yeah, he he takes that defense to the next. Not level, quite no eighty-five Bears defense, but pretty damn close. Pretty damn close. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but uh, that would be my. They'd be very, very, very close to the eighty-five Bears defense. Right and uh, okay, so. Thank you, Justin, on the Twitter for that. So I kind of want to lead right into now the conversation you already started, which is Mahomes versus Breeze. So let's just talk about that as MVP. Who's going to win it? Who do you think should win it? And let's give me a why. What do you got? Okay, so um, we had Cody and I had a little debate last Sunday night. We were at the bar. Um, we were watching the Sunday night game. Could have called me. Uh, you were probably busy with something. Um, it's usually true. I mean, we got we got to the distillery at like nine o'clock on Sunday night to watch football. What date so. was that? It was last Sunday, so the twenty third. 
Oh, I could have come. Maybe. Oh, okay. They were asleep. Well, we were meeting Nick up there um, just do our little Christmas as friends. So oh, yeah. See yeah. Each other. He, he had to work, so just something quick. Yeah, cool. Um, so we were watching the game, and we were talking about it. You know, at the end, after it was over, and like, look, Mahomes has better touchdown stats, has more passing yards, but he doesn't have the better record. He has more interceptions. He's erratic. He's... I don't, you know, he's not a rookie, but he's technically a rookie. You know, he had one start last year and he, he started every game this he year. Is, so he's a second year, but it's he, like a red shirt. He has more. He, here's the fun thing he has more yards, right? Right. But he also has 70 more passes and only five more completions. And uh, Breeze has a better completion percentage. Yep. And like I said, Breeze has the 75%. That is nuts. It is. And, and Breeze ha- and Breeze doesn't throw, you know, he does throw a good amount of checkdowns to Kamara Ingram, but. He throws a lot of 10, 12-yard balls to Michael Thomas. You know, those are tough throws to make. Hold on. This is a fun stat. How many rushing touchdowns does each guy have? Uh, They have the same amount? No. I'm going to say Mahomes has five and Breeze has three. Jake? Uh, I'm going to go Mahomes. I'm going to go Mahomes three, Breeze two. Mahomes two, Breeze four. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> so, pretty interesting. He, like, uh, rushing attempts. Bree- so. Breeze is the master of the quarterback sneak oh, on, the, on the one-yard line. He is phenomenal for a 5'11 guy. Oh, awesome. my God. He's unbelievable. And, yes, and when you're looking at his stat line, who's more fun to watch, depending on what you're looking at? Mahomes does some crazy shit that we've never seen. I mean, it reminds me a lot of Brett Favre. The no-look throws. He does no, the throws across like, the About body to get sacked just to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Great. He's fun to watch. Fantasy stats, of course, he's the stat guy. He's the stat line. That's who you want in fantasy. However, when you're talking about a, the, the fundamentals of a quarterback and what it comes down to, who's going to win me that game, I trust Breeze more than I do Mahomes at this point. Right now. Right now. But you, but Breeze, you got to remember, I'm, not, I'm sorry, Mahomes against the Ravens. And like I said, I'm, I'm picking Breeze to be MVP, but I'm going to state my case for Mahomes. Mahomes against the Ravens? The fourth and five, Dude, unreal. And then the fourth and two. I mean, he's clutch. But saying that, Breeze as MVP, he's never won it. He's gotten hosed multiple times the in the time. past because of Brady. And but, unfortunately, and this, I think he's going to get hosed now. I, I think he should win it, but I think he gets. I don't hosed. think he is. I think this is going to be his year because I think everyone realizes one, he's going to take his team, should take his team deep in the playoffs. He, um, you know, he, he's, like you said, he's been here multiple times, multiple times before, and he's gotten hosed many times before. Now they're going to see, in my opinion, they're going to see Mahomes as a guy who's probably going to win multiple MVPs. Don't, you know, I, am I correct in saying that? Oh, yeah, he absolutely. Will. I think he wins at least three or four. But Breeze with the better team. Mahomes has lost a couple big games. Breeze really hasn't, you know. He lost the first game of the year. And I, I really think that, you know, he it's his year he's gonna win it they're gonna give him his mvp hopefully he wins the super bowl one because i picked him two because you know like i said a million times i like breeze i think he's a great quarterback he's a obviously great family man he's great for the community he does everything for new orleans so it'd be great to see breeze win the mvp that he deserves after getting hosed multiple times but mahomes is gonna win it here a few times he doesn't need it this year he doesn't really deserve it this year because he hasn't you know what if he beat seattle i would have changed my mind I yeah, would have. He just, he's, I think he's if he would have beat it. Seattle in Seattle, that would have been his MVP moment. Right. He, he didn't. I agree. He, he choked. So Breeze beat the Steelers. Tough team, right? Right. They beat the Rams, right? I mean, he's had multiple big wins this year. Their first loss was, what, Tampa Bay, the first game of the year, right? When their defense gave up, like, 52 points. And they scored. Still, it was 48-40, I think, was the final. 
And then they was not. Yeah, and then they lost. Would they they lost on the road? I think somewhere, right? Because they only have two losses. Dallas. Oh yeah, they lost to Dallas on the road. <laughs> That's right. I, I don't know why I forgot about that. <laughs> Come on, man. Obviously, to another tough defense. Um, yeah. And, and we're going to get more into that conversation, too, a little later about the playoffs that are going to be coming up because yep. there's a lot of implications here, and we'll get into that. There's right. a lot of – this whole week, this show, it's going to be a little longer. This might be a two-and-a-half-hour show, close to, uh, because there's so much shit we got to cover. There's 20 yeah. bowl games we got to do, points-wise, and we'll yeah. get into the standings. I think – yeah, I updated him. Did Dub um, send his? He did. Good he got him to me. Yes, we got everything in. It's ready to go. Jake, what do you think, buddy? Um, I think – I think Breeze, I, with how old he is and how well of a year he is having this year with the team around him, all the g- great games they've had, all the good wins against those good defensive teams, I, I think Breeze deserves it. Coming off of what Barry and Gary said, I think that Saints are going to go pretty deep into the playoffs. And Mahomes, yeah, he's had a great year. He has better numbers. But, I mean, he... He's gonna have more opportunities, and I think is if you're going for more of like a realistic, you want to see the you want to see the stand-up guy. I mean, that breezes. You want to see him win one, and you want to see them go to the Super Bowl. And I I would vote for Breeze all day, but I'm not gonna dog on Mahomes' year this year. He's had an awesome year. He's played some really fantastic games, and yeah, he hasn't he hasn't come out on top on some of those games like Seattle last week. They could have won that game. They didn't. But I think that this year, I think Breeze deserves it. No, and another thing I was thinking about is, you know, he hasn't won an MVP, like you said. So I'm like, oh, I wonder if he's won the um, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, right, for all the stuff he does. He won it in 2006 with LaDainian Tomlinson. They shared it. Okay. So, um, And they normally don't. That's normally not an award that switches hands. You win it once and you have it for the rest of your career, you know, because yeah. they like to have other players do it. You know, obviously Eli Manning's won it, JJ Watts won it. There's a yeah, lot of the people. last two were JJ and Eli, and then Eli won with Larry Fitzgerald. And when you look at the names of these guys, you know, it's not surprising the guys no, you see. JJ Watt is just the most stand-up human being. Yep. That you will see. Yeah, I mean, and, what he donate twenty four million to the Hurricanes last year. Oh my year. gosh! I mean, it's unbelievable. Absolutely insane. And the guy is just an amazing, an amazing man. And it's just fun to see. You look back at some of these guys that are on here: John Elway, Derek Thomas, Junior Seau, Boomer Esiason, Troy Aikman, Dan Marino, Chris Carter, uh, Jerome Bettis. You know, a lot of guys in here that it's not surprising that they're here. Peyton Manning. You know who's not on here? Kurt Warner's here. Tom Brady's not on here. Well, there's not a deflating ball award, so that'd probably be why. Well, I'm sure his balls are deflated with Giselle, but the uh, you know who's the breadwinner in that family is her, but she's she has a lot more money than he does. Oh well, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, maybe model. not maybe not with the male Uggs, but <laughs> or the yeah. Ugg condom. That is what it is. So <laughs> I wonder if Brandon got any of those for Christmas. He might have. Um, so let's go right into the college the college basketball update. So this week we finally saw Kansas take an L. You know who they they lost to? Who they lose to? I don't know. Well, you guys. Well, Andy was talking about it the other day. He said that they Michigan was two and Tennessee was three. And I said, "That's absolutely I true." Said, Wait a second. I said Kansas still won. No, Duke's won now. I said, "Oh, Kansas lost." That shows how much I've been paying attention. Didn't yeah, really Kansas lost. lost. Um, Virginia is at eleven and zero. They're sitting at four. So, like you said, Duke is one. Michigan's two. Tennessee's three. Tennessee is up there at three and has more first-place votes than Michigan, which is kind of surprising to me. Um, 
You know, I gotta see. They lost to they lost to Kansas, eighty seven, eighty one. What do you got, Jake? Uh, Kansas lost to Arizona State by four. Dude, Arizona State's tough. They're playing tough. They're and they're ranked two now, aren't they? Uh, when they play, they're, they're 17. seventeen. Yeah, Kansas is five. Yeah, so you look at there. You got the Big Ten looking pretty good. You got Michigan at two, and you've got because they had a who they have Mo Wagner, uh, Mo Wagner, and he's with the Lakers, right? Yeah, yeah. So you got them at two. You got Michigan State at eight. You've got Ohio State at thirteen. Wisconsin um, at fifteen, right below them. Yeah, they're they're all right there. It'll be interesting. Indiana to see. Indiana jumped uh, twenty three. Iowa twenty four. So. Yeah, you got Nebraska at twenty six. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to kind of see what happens throughout the year. Um, uh, I'm, I'm excited. Furman lost. They're finally out. <laughs> Poor Furman. Poor Furman. Buffalo's up there, though, at 11-1. Who was on all the undefeateds here? Michigan, Virginia. Nevada. Nevada. Is that it? Um, Houston, I see down there. Yep, Houston, that's it. Should be it. So, um, you know, Michigan. Michigan's going to take an L. You know they will throughout the season. They've got to play Ohio State. They got to play Michigan State. They're, they might lose two. I did tell that to Andy too. I said, you know what? I said, yeah, Michigan's undefeated because they haven't played a real team like Ohio State yet. <laughs> so Michigan should crush Ohio State when they play because I said that. Well, and they're going to lose to. They will lose to uh, Michigan State at one of these times. Um, so they beat. Here, here's the thing, though. Here's how tough is Villanova ranked anymore? I don't think so. They must not be that good. Because Michigan beat them seventy-three to forty-six earlier in the Ooh. year. Earlier in the year, they beat them seventy-three to forty-six. And Villanova, I don't know where they're at now. We might have to find out about Villanova. I'm trying to click through here. Um, I want I want to see how they're doing this year. They're nine and four. So I was just looking to see. Through. They lost to Furman by eight. <laughs> Furman. They beat Florida State. They beat Penn. They lost to Kansas only by three though. So. Um, not too bad, but yeah, they're not they're not good. And um, like I said, just looking through Ohio State, so they play Michigan State on the fifth of January. It'll be a big game. We're at um, at Ohio State at the shot. They should beat them. They play at Iowa the twelfth, and then Purdue the twenty third, and then at Michigan the 29th. So it's a big January for Ohio State. It really is. Um, I think that they can they could definitely win at least three of those hopefully they can beat state and iowa the game against michigan in michigan will be tough they always struggle there yeah i mean it's it's and that's like going to the well the breslin center you you don't know what's going to happen it'll be interesting to see what they do yep but i'm not you know i'm not it'll be interesting we got a lot of time left it's it's still december yeah until we start getting into february you know that's when it really starts to matter right i agree closer to march I agree. So let's get into the NBA. So Eastern Conference, we got Toronto, a game ahead of Milwaukee. They're at 25 and 10. Milwaukee's 23 and 10. Indiana, 22 and 12. Uh, the 76ers, 22 and 13. Boston, 20 and 13. Then you got Charlotte, Miami, and Detroit rounding out the top eight. Brooklyn is a game behind Detroit for the eighth position. And Orlando is a game and a half out. Um, something to look at here and think about is we saw Boston and the 76ers play yesterday in Boston. Let's let's be clear there because we've talked about the 76ers home record. They're 16 and 3 by the way at home. 6 and 10 on the road. 76ers, it was a great game. Now, the who I'm a Celtics fan, so you know I, I follow the team very closely. I'm going to ask you guys and I'm going to explain why. Who is the glue holding that team together? I mean, it's Kyrie. You think Kyrie? Um, if I had to say 
I think with Brad Stevens, I think without Brad Stevens, that team is not where they're at, and they're not playing together like they are. Well, I would, I, I could say both are good, but to me, it is Marcus Morris. They have, they changed as soon as that man hit the starting lineup, and Gordon went to the bench. They are playing so they much, get, and like Bear said, he is so underrated. Marcus Moore, he's only twenty nine, by the way. And he is just a baller, and he's looking fit. I don't know if you got to watch any of that game on Christmas, but he looks fit. Like he is, you know, he had a little weight on him before, but he's looking slim, trim, and he's putting up, you know, 20, 30 each game. He put up, I think, twenty three yesterday, okay. and ten rebounds. I mean, he's just he's solid. Yeah, and he's he's holding them together. And Kyrie's doing his thing too, you know that Kyrie does. And Tatum, you know he's up there. Tatum had twenty three. Morris had twenty three. Yeah, I mean, if there was no Kyrie, had if there was no Kyrie yesterday, they don't win that game against Philadelphia. Kyrie just took over that game and started hitting clutch shot after clutch shot, like you know when he was with the Cavs in the finals. I mean that's what Kyrie does. It's Marcus Morris ain't hitting those shots for you. So if Kyrie's not there, Marcus Morris ain't hitting those shots. Marcus Morris is still going to play well. He's still a good player, but I don't think he's the glue. He's like the foundation. How about that? I can see I that. Say I just blue. say you take Kyrie away from that team, and they still pushed the Cavaliers and, to seven <laughs> last year without I, Kyrie. They had Rozier for that, but Rozier. The problem with Rozier is he doesn't play defense like Kyrie does. And that's my my concern there. Exactly. That that is a big giant concern when you don't have somebody that can do you know what he did and play that defense. You need that defense, and and unfortunately, um, Rozier doesn't play it. As you can see, and yesterday was a, a good. Kyrie looked good, but this is not Kyrie. Unfortunately, hasn't been consistent. Is like, right. yeah, he put up forty yesterday, and I'm I'm good with it. But you know, it takes him a lot of time. And if you look at what he did yesterday, first off, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this to you. He was he took thirty three shots. That's more than Morris and Tatum combined. Okay, Morris and Tatum put up 46 together. Morris was 8 for 13 and 3 from 5 three for five from the three-point line. 4 for 4 on three free throws. Kyrie, 17 to 33, 5 of 10 on the three-point line, which is, is good. You know, 50% is really good. He had 10 rebounds as well. Tatum had 10 rebounds. That's good. He was there. And he had the, the plus 19 on the plus or minus. Yeah, and look what Morris had. Minus 1. Yeah, he was minus 1. Exactly. <clears throat> I mean, that comes that stems from turnovers. That stems from your defense. So that means Kyrie was playing an all-around great game, and that's why he took 33 shots. But he shot over 50% from the field and shot 50% exactly from the three-point line with one free throw. That's funny. I think he'd have more. Right. Yeah, you had Morris who had, you know, he was 60% from the, the three-point line, and he was about 70% or 65%, excuse me, from uh, the just anywhere from the field. He only shot 13. But And your plus and minus, yes, Kyrie had – 19 on the plus, and he had two turnovers, which is the same as Morris had. They both had three fouls. So explain to me what the plus and minus, how they figure that. I don't know. I don't either, and that's why I'm looking at it. I'm like, because I know you said turnovers. I'm like, they had the same amount of turnovers. But that, usually it comes in with also the defense you play. I don't know that's the probably formula. It. Yeah, I don't know the formula either. Morris had three assists. Kyrie had three assists. Morris had six rebounds. Kyrie had ten. Uh, one block for Morris, none for him. Assists, three and three. They, they were pretty comparable. But here's the thing, and this is why I think Morris is the glue holding it together. It's expected of Kyrie to do these types of things every night. It's not expected of Morris. He was a bench guy when he came in. 
And, you know, he... Yeah, but he plays well off the bench, though. He plays well off the bench, and now he's playing even better as a starter. You know, and, and you could see what Gordon... Gordon came in, he played 28. Like you said, you've been talking about this, coming and play 30. He only had five points. He only took six shots. He's still scared, man. And he, he had one rebound, one assist, and two steals in 28 minutes. Yep, that's, but... That's not good. And that's what I said, though, but when you have... Thieves even had seven rebounds, man. When you have Kyrie taking 33 shots, you know, it, it eliminates the shots of everyone else out there. But what I'm, but my point of the glue is that if you take Kyrie off the team, they're, I mean, they're, they're okay. still a game away from the finals. Yeah, well, yeah, last year. I wouldn't. And you got the same guys. I'm just saying, I mean, you don't have all the same guys, but I'm just saying. Who, I don't, who don't they have? I, my point is, is that. I'm at, you said they don't have the same. I know, I'm asking. Okay, you got Tice, whatever his name he is. He was there last year. Did he play a lot? Because I certainly don't remember him. He didn't play as much I as mean, he Hayward does now. didn't play last year. Kyrie didn't play last year. I mean, but they're doing without. I'm saying those core guys. But I'm saying if you let, if you let, okay, Rozier had a decent run in the final or in the playoffs. Great. I'd rather have if Kyrie you let, if you let Rozier play the whole year. They are not as good a team as they are. You take Marcus Morris off the team and replace him with Hayward or replace him with another three. They're probably sitting at the same amount of wins. Hmm. In my opinion. Maybe. I mean, it's they, I, they I still haven't clicked Like I said, yet. I think Marcus Morris is good, and I think he's a great role player on any team, but he can do this on any team. It doesn't matter what team he's on. He's done it before. He did it with the Wizards. He can be a great role player. He put up the same numbers with the Wizards, you know, with, with Wall and Beal. So you put him on any team, he's going to put up these numbers. That's my point. You take him off the Celtics right now, it wouldn't matter that much. You take Kyrie off the Celtics right now, not huh. too great. Well, just breaking so. news, Herbert's coming back for a senior season. That means uh, Dwayne, well, Dwayne should leave. He's an idiot if he doesn't. Um, but I want to go back. You mentioned with the Wizards that Marcus never played with the Wizards. That's his brother, Marquis. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, Where'd he play? Um, Phoenix. Well, Detroit. And, and Phoenix, Phoenix, right? And yeah. I think he started with Houston. I believe he got drafted by Houston. Um but no, he with Boston and Detroit, he's done. He didn't do in Phoenix or Houston what he's doing in Detroit and Boston. You know, is is putting up the amount of points and rebounds he is, and assists. He's a, he's always been about that, um, about that one to two a game. Uh, Kyrie, I, you know, I just don't know. Is I think they could. I'm okay with who they have. And Kyrie is Kyrie, you know what he is. He's just injury prone, which sucks because that shakes everything up. But you take him out, I think they'd still be okay. But I wouldn't put Rozier in to field the team. You know, I'd give it to Tatum or somebody else. Like we've we've said, they can't. I I, I think everybody keeps talking about oh this whole rumor of Anthony Davis to the Celtics. It's not going to happen because they can't. Like the NBA won't allow it because you they already have Kyrie who is, has their uh, what do they call that. Supermax or whatever the bullshit is, where they won't allow him to trade for Anthony Davis. Yeah, something like that. Like they'd have to trade Kyrie to get him, which I'd be okay with for an Anthony Davis. I, I I honestly would be. That guy's a stud, and he's not hurt like Kyrie is. I wouldn't put like if you're gonna trade if they were to hypothetically trade for Anthony Davis. Let's say Anthony Davis is your center, right? I put Morris and and probably Horford at forwards and put Brown and Tatum on the outs. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. It makes the most sense. I wouldn't let smart your guy that comes off the bench. He's he's a fucking ball buster, and he's a hell of a defensive player. Rozier, I don't think score. He can't score exactly. I agree. 
And Rozier's not somebody that's going to play 40 minutes a night, I don't think, consistently. Right, but who else are you going to have then? Are you just going to have two point guards play 25 minutes? No, a point guard runs a team, so you can't really do that. That's why I said Tatum could run. I think Tatum can run anywhere one to three. Easily. I think he could, honestly. Um, do I want him there? Mm, not so much. But if I if I was if somebody told me you could get Anthony Davis for Kyrie straight up, give me Anthony Davis, just because of Kyrie, how inj- you know the injury prone he is, they can pull another guard in there. They've got guys there, but I think they're both difference makers, Anthony Davis and and uh, Kyrie. But I right Kyrie's just hurt, which I, I hate. Yeah, so when he gets Anthony hurt, Davis, it breaks so. me down. But not as much as Kyrie. Uh, no, Anthony Davis has definitely missed more time than Kyrie. You think so? Uh, yeah. Now, I'm not talking about full seasons. I just mean games and seasons. I personally guarantee it. Davis gets hurt every other night. Oh, he's he's a glass house, man. He's a glass house. He is. He, he, when he's, <laughs> I'm going to have to look that up now. Keep talking. I know we haven't asked Jake shit here. No, when he's healthy, he's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. But I'm telling you, man, not like full miss seasons because of a broken patella or something like that. I'm telling you, Anthony Davis misses a lot of time. If you watch games, and I'm not talking about just in and out, he, you know, he'll play, and this, and this is the problem, is that you're not going to see this in the stats. If he starts a game and plays three minutes and is out for the rest of the game, you're not going to see that when you pull up a season-long stat sheet. He, he averages 36 a game, 36 minutes, but he's never played more than 75 games in a year. There you go. You know, but, but that's kind of common. Time, but at LeBron the same time played too, 82 last year for the first time in his career. But at the same time, too, I'm telling you is that you don't see that in the stat line where you're not seeing the games he comes in in three minutes and then he's hurt and he's out for the rest of the game. And then three days later, he's good to go again. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's averaging 36, 37 minutes a game. That's, you know, 40 in a game, 48 in a game, right? 48. Pretty good. But, yeah, that's him playing 42 minutes, you know, 70 other games, but then – Eight or you know, then twelve of those games you're not playing or you're hurt. I mean, he goes out a lot. Well, no, let's look at Kyrie. So we'll look at Kyrie's stats for for his career too. The most games he's played is seventy five as well, mm-hmm. and like so the other ones in the sixties, sixties and seventies. Anthony Davis, Kyrie is fifty one, fifty nine, seventy one, seventy five, fifty three, seventy two, sixty, and obviously thirty one right now. But he's averaging a lot less minutes than Anthony Davis is too. And a couple seasons, they're both floating around 35, which is the average. Yeah, but when you're playing with LeBron, you don't need to average a lot of minutes. Yeah. He should be averaging more now with Boston than he would with the Cavs. And he's not. He's averaging less, a well, lot less. But what about when the Cavs play, or what if the Cavs didn't have LeBron the first couple of years? He played, when did when did he come back? 12, 13. He was there for what, four years? Yeah. 13? It had to be 15. Okay. Because they went to three straight finals. Mm, okay, so he played. 15, 16, 17. 32, 35, 33. Before that, he played. So four, he came back in 14, I thought. I can't remember. It was 14 or 15. I think it was 14. So Kyrie, 36 minutes then. Before that, um, 30, 33, 35. Yep. LeBron there, 33, 35, 33. Like you said, though, at the same time, too, stats don't, you know, those don't. Because, like you said, at the end of the day, when you go out halfway through a game or whatever, you know, that's not going to show up. In your, you're still going to get a game started and game play. In, in Boston, he's not playing shit. 38, 24, 26, 29, 15, 25, and then last night, 40. But they also played an overtime game. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he doesn't play much. In, this year, he's averaged 23 minutes a game, Kyrie. Not too bad. You know, he's 26 years old, still young. Hey, where was he born? Kyrie? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I just saw it. That's why I'm asking. See if you know. New 
Jersey. <clears throat> Kyrie. Yeesh. So you went to Duke. Somewhere in North Carolina? Australia. Huh. Melbourne. So, um, interesting. I know it was a, kind of threw you off a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, we can go back and forth. But, anyway, so Boston, I don't I don't really need to talk anymore about Boston. They they look good. Still got some time yet. Uh, Milwaukee's looking really good. And so is uh, Toronto's Toronto. You know, they got Kawhi. You think they keep Kawhi after this year? I know we talk about this often. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, think he stays? First, they're first in the East. Why not? We'll see. Hopefully he doesn't want to go, you know, um, the L.A. is going to get somebody, you know, a, another superstar. I don't think it's going to be him, though. I agree with you. And, Jake, what else you got, NBA? Do you have any? Oh, you don't even have your computer today. So that sucks. Uh, more stats on this. So you, we ran down the line of the East. You got the West, Bear? Oh, no. I okay. went to the NHL. You're good. I'll, I'll, I'll do the West then, and then you can do NHL. So take a guess. Who's the number one seed in the West? Denver. Denver. Tied with Golden State technically, but they have a better winning percentage. So they're the number one. 21 and 10, Golden State 23 and 12, Oklahoma City coming out of nowhere, really? 21 and 12. Yeah, I mean, Lakers, they've been playing well lately. Really LA, LA, Portland, Houston, Sacramento. And the looks like the Spurs are out by half a game. And then behind them, the Grizzlies, a full game behind Sacramento. And the Jazz, two games behind Sacramento. Dallas, two and a half out. How about, I'm sure you guys have watched. A lot of have you okay back up have you watched Dallas at all uh no but I I'm gonna you know where I'm going, going with this Luka. yeah dude like you said he's next dirt done and done he's, he is and he's you know how old he is what is he 19 20 19 <clears throat> yeah Luca is insane did you see the shot he made they yeah. lost in overtime did you see that Ball. damn shot with point six left falling out or off the baseline that fucking shot the was insane that was nasty. 19 years old. Over the backboard. The kid is nuts. Mm-hmm. The kid is nuts. And it'll be fun to watch. Luka and the Proud begin home and home. Anthony Davis and Luka Doncic. So, um, yeah, man, going to NHL. Because there's some things I want to mention about NHL, too. So I'll let you cover the standings. All right. So in the East right now, you have T- Tampa Bay, excuse me, with 58 points, leading everybody. Um, I think in the whole NHL. Let me scroll down. Yeah, yes. the whole NHL by a lot. Um, second place, Toronto, 52 points. Um, they actually were on at the bar the same time Sunday night game was, and Detroit was up 4-3 to three with two minutes to go, pulled their goalie, and then Toronto scored with four seconds left off of a deflection. And then, of course, ended up beating Detroit in overtime, which sucked. But Toronto up there at 52 in second right now. Sabres with 47 points, Bruins with 44 points. Those are your top four in the East. Then you got Montreal, Florida. In the Atlantic. Sorry, the Eastern Atlantic. My yeah. apologies. Then you got Montreal, Florida, the Red Wings, and then Ottawa sitting below them. In the Metropolitan in the East, the Capitals have 47 points sitting in first, Columbus in second with 45, Pittsburgh in third with 42, and the Islanders in fourth with 40 points, rounding out Rangers, Hurricanes, Flyers, Devils. So I just want to talk real quick about the East because uh, there, there's a common theme here. In the East, so your top four teams you talked about, Tampa, Tampa's won three in a row. Toronto's won three in a row. Buffalo's won one game in, in a row. <laughs> one. Boston's lost one. And then after that, Montreal and Florida both won two in a row. You go to the Metro, Washington's won two in a row. Columbus has won four in a row. Pittsburgh's won three in a row. The Islanders won their last game. And then the Rangers lost two, one, 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 one. 
You go down to the Western Conference, which you'll get into. Winnipeg's won two, but after that, the all the teams behind them, Nashville's lost four in a row. Colorado's lost two. Dallas has lost one. Minnesota's lost four. You go to the, the Pacific. Calgary's lost three. San Jose's lost three. Vegas has lost two. Anaheim's lost three. Edmonton's lost three. Right now, the East is on point, and the West is is they're taking a back backtrack here. Well, yeah, I mean, the East is the better conference this year, I think. Oh, yeah, I agree. We all have that, and, you know, they're playing really good hockey right now. They have a lot more talent. Not saying that the West doesn't. You know, the top teams in the West are great, but I think everyone else down from the bottom isn't that great. So from the West in the Central, you have Winnipeg with 50 points, Nashville 46, Colorado 44, Dallas at 39. Those are your top four. Three below that, Minnesota, St. Louis, and the Blackhawks. From the Pacific, Calgary leading with 47. Then you got the Sharks at 45, Vegas at 44, the Ducks at 43. Those are your top four in the Pacific. Behind that, Edmonton, Vancouver, Arizona, and the Los Angeles Kings. What do you think about the NHL, Jake? Anything? Uh, anything on that? Watched one Red Wings game this year, and they lost. So besides for that, I don't really have much for you. Okay. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. we got a lot of season to go. Um, and we'll get the standings up in here. Now that we got the boards hung up in the uh, new pod room, and we got to get all our other stuff hung up, You know, we will in, in, the, in the future. Um, I want to go into uh, – we're going to go into the bowl stuff here. So – I'm going to scroll over to our bowl stuff here and kind of talk about it and see where our picks were. So if we're talking about week 16 in the NCAA, Ohio was the game that was on Wednesday last week. So it finally finished. So last week's final standings, Brandon was 7-1. and one. All right, Bear was 6-2, and two, and I was 5-3. and three. And Jake didn't make the show that week, so it is what it is. Uh, Ryan, who was also on that week, he was 6-2. and two. So good week for him. And so far this week, uh, we are not looking good. No, it's been a bad week. Brandon is two and five. Bear is two and five. Jake and I are both three and four. We've got Boise playing today. Georgia Tech playing today. Georgia Tech in Minnesota. TCU in California. Boise State is playing Boston College. So, um, Bear and I, we all took Boise State. Bear or Brandon and I both took Georgia Tech. Jake and Bear took Minnesota. Jake and I took TCU, and Brandon and Bear took California. So we'll see how it plays today in terms of when we're going with the points. TCU is a two-point favorite. Georgia Tech is a six-point favorite. Boise is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And uh, that'll finish out our week this week. So, so far, right now, our standings, as of the finish of last week, this does not include anything, anything up until last Thursday to today. But okay. up till the finish of last Wednesday – uh, Brandon is sitting at 86, 71, and four. He is 11 games ahead of Bear and I, who are both 75, 82, and four. Whew. We can catch him. Eesh. We've got a lot of games left. I don't know how many we are going to mismatch on here, but we're going to go into our points, and I'm going to do some typing here, and I'm going to read the games because I have them all here and the points. So I'm going to get into this. Well, uh, first, can you give us our college bowl pick them, the straight up pick them right now? Yeah, I was about to say. First, we have our College Bowl Mania, which, for some reason, my computer doesn't want to load. Hold on one. Think, well, thankfully, uh, Ryan has lost four because he was undefeated. He was, what, 9-0, and I think, at one point, and he's been 2-4 and four since. The Grayson's Cat Boys, I know, have made it up to seven. They won three in a row. He had all these upsets from, like, Louisiana Tech. Really? You know, because that's who he said. They won. <laughs> they 
beat the shit out of Hawaii. Good. Uh, yeah, Hawaii. We all lost on Hawaii. I think everybody did. Goodness, yeah. they stink. Except right. uh, Dan had, if you can see over here, Dan had uh, Louisiana Tech on this one. Good for him. No, we all had Hawaii. Yeah, I, I lied. We all had Hawaii. I thought that was all red. Brandon was the only one who uh, lost on Houston and Army, though. <laughs> Dude. No, Jake did, too. Oh, Jake, I missed. Damn, I can't Dude, see Army shit. put up, what, 70 on them? Yeah. They destroyed them. Such um, a great game. How about that win for Troy? Thanks to the podcast. Did you see? I want to talk about something real quick before you read into this. So we have two, four, six, eight. Um, is that it? Two, four, six, eight, nine. Sorry, nine. Bear has nine, two, four, six, eight. On here, you have eight wins. Is that what you have on the thing? I have nine. Brandon has two, four, six, seven. You have eight. Seven. I have nine. But my favorite thing here is two, four, six, eight. The podcast has ten. I have nine. You have eight. Brandon has seven. Jake, you have seven. But the podcast has ten. Yeah, that's what I love. Because Shiv was a good tiebreaker for us. Who Shiv? Picking it right. He has two, four, six, eight, nine as well. Yep. So the cool thing is how these things play out. Even though all of us have less than the podcast, the podcast still has ten. Get into that. What do we we got to do? So right now, Shiv is still leading with eleven. We have ten as a podcast, as you just said. Via Lease has ten. Brother Love. We has know who you 10. are, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, thank you for playing. We we appreciate you, and you're up there on the NFL, which we'll talk about too. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being there, man. We appreciate you there. Your knowledge. It's fun to to have you on. And Buck Wild One has ten. Nice. Uh, so that's all. Everyone in second, Chase and Shiv, right now. Gary's burner account has nine. The ex-wife has nine. She has nine. Mm-hmm. Bitch. Hawks Nation has eight. Mike's team one has eight. Hot friend has eight. Then Bowling for Buckeyes has seven. Uh, my burner account sixty nine has seven. Grayson's Cat Boys has seven. <laughs> the, the boy, the five year old. I hope he wins. <laughs> He's gonna beat me. Joe Schmo seven nineteen has six, and NW Froz one has five. I don't know what they're doing down there, but yikes. Right. So let's get into this week. You ready for this, Jake? Yep. All right, so we've got the rest of the games to finish up besides the national championship, which we'll get to later. This is all points, and these are the points. This goes into our standings. This has nothing to do with our college bowl mania. This is just for us here. We're going to get right into it. So let's talk about it. Temple versus Duke. Duke, three-and-a-half-point underdog. They're given three-and-a-half points in the Walk-Ons Independence Bowl. Brandon has this 34-21 to 21 Duke. Jake, what do you got, buddy? Uh... I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Duke loses. So uh, you had him winning. Okay. Well, then I'm just gonna stick with that. Then. <laughs> then let's go. They win and they cover. All right. Well, yeah, they're the underdog. So if they win, they cover. Um. Oh man, that's tough. Three and a half. I hate it. I have Temple winning. I'm gonna keep Temple winning by three. So give me Duke and the points. But Temple wins outright. I I have Temple beating them by more than three and a half. So I'll be the only one here that takes Temple next. Wisconsin versus Miami. Miami, a three and a half point favorite. Brandon has this 27 21 Miami. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm taking Wisconsin. I'm going to say they win this one. I picked Wisconsin outright. Wisconsin beats Miami. I have Miami covering three points. I think they win by seven. Uh, Baylor versus Vanderbilt. Vandy is a four point favorite. And Brandon has this 30 to 17 Vandy. Vandy wins and covers. I agree. I think Vanderbilt does beat them by seven. Uh, I also have Vanderbilt. Next, we've got 
Purdue against Auburn. Auburn is a three and a half point favorite, so Purdue starts off three and a half points. Purdue Brandon has Purdue winning this thirty eight to thirty four. Wow. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Auburn wins, and they're gonna cover Auburn by a touchdown. I also have Auburn by ten. So next we've got West Virginia versus Syracuse. West Virginia is still a point and a half favorite. Brandon has West Virginia winning forty three to. This shouldn't say forty eight. Forty three to thirty eight. Uh, I have Syracuse winning outright without Will Greer. I think Syracuse is going to win outright in that game. Yeah, no Will Greer. Give me Syracuse in the points here. Give me Syracuse as well. Uh, next game, Iowa State versus Washington State. Washington State is a three-point favorite. Brandon has Washington State winning 35-31, so they cover. Yeah, I agree. I think Washington State wins, and they're going to cover as well. I have Iowa State with the upset. I'm going to hold to that. Give me Iowa State. I have Iowa State with the upset as well, so definitely give me the three points. Next, South Carolina versus Virginia. And we've got, uh, let's see here, Virginia is a a five-and-a-half point. Underdog. Underdog. Shit. I I have Virginia winning this game, so give me Virginia. I think you all have Virginia winning. Yeah, you do, except me. Yeah, give me Virginia in the points. I'm going to take South Carolina to beat them by more than five and a half. Jake, you're uh, taking Virginia because you took Virginia to win, so you got them in the five and a half then, right? Yes, sir. All right. What dub take? Virginia, 20 to 14. Hmm. So you guys all took Virginia to upset. Yeah. Okay. Nevada versus Arkansas State. Arkansas State is a one and a half point favorite. Whoa. Interesting. Nevada, Brandon has Nevada 31-28. I have Nevada as well. Yeah, I have Nevada as well. Yeah, Nevada blowing them out, actually. All right, next we've got Cincinnati and Vatek. Uh, this is the Military Bowl presented by Northrop Grunman. Grumman. I like it. All right, uh, Cincinnati for Brandon, 37-30. to 30. Yeah, I got Cincinnati winning outright as well. And covering? Yep. That's oh, a tough one, man. man. Six, Six is a points. lot. Especially with Vatek. Give me Vatek. All right, I thought about going that way. I just Cincinnati's still going to win. Vata, or Cincy by three. Oh, shit. Jake, what did you say for Nevada? You said Nevada, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right, and next game we've got Michigan State and Oregon in the Red Box Bowl. Oregon's favored by three. Brandon's got Oregon 33-21. I yeah. took Michigan State because it didn't matter at this point because we as a podcast took Oregon, so I'm going to take them in the points here. Yeah, I'm going to go with Oregon winning by, I'm going to say, a touchdown. Yeah, with Herbert coming back, and he should blow out Michigan State. He should. I'm hoping he doesn't. Next, Oklahoma State versus Missouri. Oklahoma State, an eight and a half, an eight and a half, eight point dog. Um, Brandon has Oklahoma State winning 37 34. I had Missouri winning, but I have Oklahoma State in the points. Yeah, I have Oklahoma State winning. Give me them. Yeah, I have Oklahoma State as well. Did you guys take OK State? Yep. Yep. So we took OK State as a pod? Yep. Yes, we did. Son of a bitch. All right, Utah against Northwestern. Utah is a seven-point favorite. Brandon has Utah winning 31-20. I think I have Utah winning, but I like I have Northwestern winning. Look at that. Good. I'm going to stick with them. Go Northwestern. Give, give me say that seven points, too. All right. Yeah, I had Northwestern as well, so I'm going to stick with them. I think we, we took Utah as a pod, though, right? Uh, yes, yeah. we did. All right. Um, Shit. I got Utah. I think Utah covers this. I think they win by 10 to 14. No way. Um, let's see. Texas A&M and NC State. NC, St- NC State is a seven-point dog. Uh, I picked NC State. So uh, you want them in the points. 
Yeah. I mean, that's easy. Stick with it. I have a feeling this is going to be a push. Texas A&M. Hopefully, maybe they'll win by eight instead of seven. Give me A&M. I think they beat them again. I think these we're going to see a, a big win here by them. Next, Stanford and Pitt. Stanford five and a half point favorite. Nice Stanford all the way right there. Yeah, I think Stanford should beat them by seven plus. Did I give Brandon's score on A&M? No. no. A&M, 28-17. He had Utah, 31-20, by the way. You said Stanford? Yeah. Both of you? Yep. Me too. Uh, Stanford, 31-24 for Brandon. Next game, Mississippi State against Iowa. Iowa, seven-point dog. Brandon uh, has Iowa in the points, but Mississippi State or Miss, yeah, Mississippi State wins 30-24. to I think that's way too many points, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, I, I picked Iowa. I'm going to go Iowa to win, and I'm going to take them in the points as well. So they went out right. I'm going to take Mississippi State. I think they win 24-7. to Give me Mississippi State as well. I think their defense shuts down Iowa. I agree. And I'm going to put my score in there. I usually don't give the score. So I'm going to put that in. All right, next, Penn State and Kentucky. Penn State, seven-point favorite. Brandon's got Penn State 41-31. Uh, to 31. I also have Penn State to cover. Yeah, Penn State wins and covers. Give me Kentucky. I have them upset in Penn State, I and I that. think that they uh, they do beat them. Probably, you know what? I'll give you my score for that one. Okay. 34-31. I like it. Kentucky. All right. And next game we've got Florida and Michigan in the Crap. Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. This starts the six. Boston College already scored. They already scored? They've yeah, looked dominant. Minutes, yeah, but they've looked dominant. Sorry. What, what do they got? I don't even know what the favorites were. It's okay. Um, uh, let's see here. Boise so was a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Michigan, Michigan, six-and-a-half points favorite in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl over Florida. Brandon has Florida in the points. Michigan wins 28-27. I disagree. I've got Michigan. I think they win by 10. I wish I could change my pick. Um, no Devin Bush. No someone else. Two other people. Oh, Higdon isn't playing now. Mm-hmm. I mean, their team isn't that good already, and they're losing starters right now. So, um, ooh, man. I'm going to take Florida here. I wish I could change my pick. I wish I could take Florida. I'm not going to. I'm going to stick with Michigan winning, but I'm going to take Florida in the points here with everyone gone. And uh, what's-his-face is coming back next year. You saw that Shea Patterson. So Are we allowed to change our picks? Thanks. No, that's it. They're set in stone, buddy. I was about to say, you could change it, so you can click it if you wanted to, but we picked them a long time ago, so we're sticking with them. Yep, I'm sticking with what I'm I am sticking with Michigan. I but I, I can I can change my picks here. That's the best part of that. So I'm yeah. gonna give me Florida in six and a half. Alright. Uh I'm gonna I had Michigan to win, but I'm gonna take Florida on the points as well. Okay. Next we've got uh and like I already told you what Brandon has. Next, LSU versus UCF. UCF seven and a half points. Brandon's got UCF winning twenty four twenty. I also have UCF winning. I have UCF in the points, but not winning. Yeah, LSU is going to win this game. I'm going to take LSU to win outright. Okay. Next, the big one for us, Ohio State versus Washington. Seven-point dog for Washington. Brandon has this as 41-17, to Washington. No, I'm kidding. Ohio State, oh, I just wanted to, see, I wanted to see your guys' face. <laughs> No, it's he, he's got Ohio State winning forty-one seventeen. I would have went to his place of employment I, and whooped his ass right. I've now. got Ohio State winning sixty-nine to nothing. Just for bear. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yes, Ohio State's going to win this game. Haskins probably going to leave. Urban's done after this. Hold on. How about this for you? I'm sorry to interrupt. Sixty-nine to six or nine. Six point nine. <laughs> yeah, they'll six score point. six point nine points. 
Um, yeah, Ohio State should easily cover this. Give me Buckeyes, 38-21. And I, well, I know what I said before. I said, like, a really high score. I said 50-some to, I can't even remember what I said, to be honest with you, to go, without going back to it, but I'm not worried about it. It's okay. Jake? Yeah, I got Ohio State to win and cover. If I had to pick a score right here, I'd do 42-7. 42-10. Ohio State's going to come out playing angry. They're going to not play angry, but they're playing for their coach. Urban Meyer's last game. Yep. Haskins' last game. Weber's last game. I think they come out. They have an awesome game and send, Didn't send, we, their, send their coach we out. We lost right. the safety to Alabama. Is that right? In the 2019 class. Jordan yeah. Battle, yeah. I think. But he was like low. Same thing with that He was a four-star. Same thing with that. Yeah, but he was only like 200 out of 300 in the ESPN yeah. top. Same thing with that quarterback they lost. He was 299, which yeah. makes me believe that Fields will probably Fields be is coming, that way. Which means see you later, Tate. Unfortunately. He's not going to win out. He's not going to win the job, and Fields is going to get it. So hopefully Fields is uh, – hopefully, you know, whoever it is, I don't care. I just hope they, they're successful, you know, for Ryan Day, for themselves, for the program, everybody. Next, uh, the big game here. I'm happy that we already bet on this. And, uh, you know, we had the, the line at 11. Now it's at 13, uh, Georgia at Texas. So I know, Barry, you're taking Texas with the, the line. Damn straight. Georgia's still to win, don't get me wrong, but I'm taking 13 points. Uh, yeah, I'm going to – what do I have, Georgia? I'm going to stick with Georgia, but you said 13. Now Georgia wins. I'm going to go with Texas to cover that. That's a lot of points. And I, I'm sticking with mine because I said Georgia – well – because I gave you the 11 points in our $20 bet, and I'm going to put my score in here that I said last week, 35-13. I'm sticking with it. Um, next, Bama and Alabama. Same same school, I'm sorry. Oklahoma and saying, Alabama. What the hell are you talking about? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm fucked up. Alabama. Had one drink of scotch. I know. Alabama versus Oklahoma. This is some good shit. I didn't expect how strong it was going to be. Alabama versus Oklahoma. Oklahoma is a 14-point underdog brandon's got oklahoma oh he sorry he had georgia winning 27 21 texas in the points in this one he's got Alabama winning 38 17 so oklahoma covers i have oklahoma covering as well alabama win. what oh 38 17 38 27 i'm sorry no i'm about to say sorry 38 27 so he's got bama winning oklahoma covering i've got oklahoma covering bama winning as well boomer sooner son oklahoma all right Biggest upset since Ohio State beat Alabama. Jake, uh, I picked Bama. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with Bama to win. I just don't think that Oklahoma's defense is gonna be able to stop. You think them. they went by four? You think they went by more than fourteen? Alabama? Yeah, yeah. You do? Okay, yeah. okay. All right, and then lastly, we've got Clemson and Notre Dame, twelve and a half points. Brandon has Notre Dame winning, thirty-one to thirty. Shocking. I've got Clemson winning by more than 12 and a half. They cover. They whooped their ass. Yeah, I picked Notre Dame, so I'm going to go Notre Dame to win outright, too. I hope that's an upset. Love to see Notre Dame play Bama, and Bama kick the shit out of them again. Man, this is tough. Really tough. Um, I'd like to see Notre Dame keep it close. I just don't know if they will. Um, I think... I think Clemson beats them by two touchdowns. I'm 11 games behind Brandon. We have 11 differences. <laughs> you think Clemson beats them by two? Two touchdowns. Yep. I agree. I'm good with that. So this will be fun. I can tie Brandon. Depending on, we still got three games this week. So 
I need to basically go 12-2 and two on the head-to-head against Brandon to catch him. I don't think we're catching him. I think he's got this locked in. It's Unless he chokes, we'll see. Yeah, he's good at choking. So we'll see. Um, you know, Brandon, thanks for not being on the show, as always. And uh, we look forward to someday having you again. Sure. What did we say the over-under was March Madness? Is that what we said? Mm-hmm. He'll be back in February, we think? No. You don't think? No. You're going past that? You're taking the over? Yeah, by a lot. <laughs> by a lot. <laughs> and you got the under, right? I thought February. No, I, I took the over for sure. Because remember Bear last... I, I remember this part of last week. <laughs> Bear at first says sometime in January. Yeah, and then like I, mid-January. And then I said probably about March Madness. I do remember that. So you're going so with I'm March going, Madness yeah, still. Yeah, I'm going with so the over. So you think it's going to be past March Madness? Well, if we're going with February, it's going to be the over around March Madness. Okay, well, let's say the beginning of March Madness is the line. I'm still taking the over. You think it's after? Yeah. I think he's back. Does it? You mean full time back or one time? Full time. I gotta take the over. <laughs> <laughs> I think he comes back before then for a little bit. Hopefully, he can stay. Hopefully, we'll take the under um, for him to come back one time. So, Brandon. I mean, it's Christmas. He's not here right now, so. Yeah, no kidding. It's the day after Christmas here, and he's still not here. What a jerk. Anyway, um, let's thank our sponsors real quick. We haven't done that yet. So, Jake, you remember them? Uh, yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna thank Tim and Stephanie from Verizon. Yes, we are. We are gonna thank Sean from Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Doesn't help Boise, Idaho. Next, uh, we are going to thank. Especially if they lose. Right. We are going to thank. I thought they were on the blue turf, by the way. I thought they would be too, but. They're not. So they must not be. They're playing, in the no, no, they're they're not. playing at the Cotton Bowl Stadium. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. They're okay. not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was um, BYU the other so day. So they're playing They're playing at Cotton Bowl Stadium. They're playing at AT&T. It's at Cotton Bowl outside. Yeah, oh, yeah, outside. I see it. Wow. Tons of people there. there. <laughs> uh, let's see. Then we got Ben Meyer at Charlie's Dodge. Right. Then we got the real OG. Brandon. Brandon at All Wear Clothing. All Wear Clothing. And last week, Brandon, or, uh, Bear called him All Wear Sports. Thank you. Again. I do that a lot. He's just changed his name. I haven't heard from him yet. I gotta, I gotta follow. Where's my swag? And then who we got? PNC. Oh yeah, and the Cassandra at PNC. Perfect. So thanks as always to all of them. Uh, we're about an hour in. I thought this was gonna be a super long show. I don't think it's going to be. We're gonna get in the NFL here soon, so we'll be right back. And see how quick that was. We're back already. So one thing I missed before we get into the NFL was uh, bowl names are the last place you shopped, the last thing you ate, and the bowl. So. I'm going to go with the Menards Kelly Bowl. Or, <laughs> or Cheese Bowl, my bad. What do you got, Bear? That's disgusting. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I have two of them. I'm going to go with the more corporate one first. So that would be the uh, Target McDonald's Bowl. Or also it would be the Target Buckeye Bowl. But mm. that's Buckeye Chocolate, not the team. Target Buckeye Bowl. I like it. Uh, see, mine would be the TJ Maxx Funeral Potato Bowl. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? You never heard of funeral potatoes? No. You got the like little square potatoes and you put the cornflakes yeah. on top. Mm. It's good. Well, they're, called, they're called funeral potatoes. And the other one I could have had would have been the Speedway Fudge Bowl. So, not too bad. That one you'd probably enjoy the most. I love fudge. That, fudge. That's it? Yep. Okay. Next, NFL, give us the pigskin pick'em. So for our pigskin pick'em, we have one week left, don't we? Mm -hmm. Last week, this week, 
We are tied number one with Vialise with 152. We had 11 last week. They had 11 last week. Wellington's Wieners had 11 last week. He is two behind, a.k.a. Gary's burner account. Mr. How many do I have them? 150. Mr. Perfect had 12. I missed a week. And he jumped up, so he's only three back. West Texas Rednecks has 144 in fifth. Hot Friend, 143 and sixth. Had 10 last week to West Texas Rednecks, 11. So pretty much it's now a uh, four-horse race, more or less. Sorry, Hot Friend. Sorry, West Texas Rednecks. You pretty much have officially said, been eliminated. Did you say I have one? How many do I have on there? 150. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. I forgot. I didn't put week 16 in here. So you're at 150, 88, and 2. I'm at 151, 87, and 2. Brandon's at, I got to see what he did uh, two weeks ago. So he's 142, 96, and 2. I didn't put week 16 in there. I'm sorry, because I'm looking at him like, why is that so jacked up? Yeah. Um, now I understand why. But last sure. week, I just want to put this in there. Guess who had the best record last week? Brandon. 13 and 3. Yeah. We're good. Solid. He was thirteen and three. Jake, you were eleven and five. I was eleven and five. Podcast was eleven and five. Bear was twelve and four. So Bears are game behind me now. Okay. For Good. the uh, podcast championship, so to speak. Yeah. We have one week left. Um, like I said, pretty much the top four are the ones that are in it. We have us and Vialis tied at one fifty two and first. Gary's burner account at one fifty. And Mister Perfect at one forty nine has to have a pretty solid week, or we have to falter off. I mean. Technically, Hot Friend and West Texas Rednecks aren't out of it, but you got to go about perfect, and we got to lose like half the games. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, good battle there for fifth place to be top five. That'll be good for Hot Friend this week. Get her going a little bit. How many she got? One forty-three. Still beating Brandon because he got one forty-two. One. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So she is still beating Brandon. So it's a big week. How many um, Jake got? Seven. I don't. I don't want to scroll that far down. It's a long way. You know, I think I maybe broke a hundred, and I don't think. I've done it since. <laughs> so it's it's going to be a good week. It's a big week, um, and it's a week of who's resting who, which most people aren't. There's still a lot of playoff races to be determined. So pretty much the only people who are stuck right now is Dallas. They can't move anywhere. They're in the fourth spot. They won the division. They cannot move to the third spot. Um, so really it's going to be a matter of who Seattle's plays Seattle's stuck. Seattle's stuck at five. They can't move down. Um, They're going to Dallas. They're going to Dallas regardless, so that'll be the first week. Uh, actually, no, that is not true. I saw, now that I it goes to my mind, if they lose this week and Minnesota wins, Minnesota actually takes the fifth spot. Seattle drops down to sixth, Ugh. knocks Philly out. I don't want to play either one of them. Yeah, I'd rather play Seattle. Oh, yeah. At, at Dallas? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm um, with you. So so the the top spot, actually, them. and I actually, the Saints are also locked into locked. number one. Yeah, yep. they, they beat the Rams. The Rams are there, but... The Rams, if they lose and the Bears win, the Bears move to the number two seed since they have the tiebreaker. So they're both going to be playing this week for sure. The Saints said that they're going to play all their starters. I would imagine Dallas is going to rest the guys that are hurt. Zach Martin probably isn't going to play, which he hasn't a little bit lately. Dak and Zeke are still going to play. Um, If they get out to a lead, I'm sure they pull them fast. If Zeke gets banged up at all, I'm sure they pull them fast. Um, Sean Lee won't play this week, obviously. I hope he doesn't play anymore, but that's just me. Nothing against him. He just every time he goes into that defense, they aren't good. It's just funny. Well, you've got the Rams or Bears fans this weekend. 
The Eagles are Bears fans this weekend. Yep. Yeah. So, or the Rams aren't Bears fans. I'm sorry. No, the Rams are Vikings fans. <clears throat> Eagles are Bears fans. Yeah. This weekend. Let's get right into it. Let's not waste any time. Dolphins at Bills. Jake, what do you got? Uh, Dolphins. Bear. This is important because we're we're playing for a damn title here. Man, in Buffalo, for Buffalo to go six and ten, man. Oh, I'm gonna take the Bills. I am. Then I'm sticking with the Bills too because Brandon took the Bills. So. All right, Bills it is for the I'm podcast. Gonna ride it out with the podcast. That's a tough one right off right off the bat. Falcons at Buccaneers. Jake, uh, let's go Bucks. I think Falcons end the year strong. They win. I'm going to agree with you and Brandon. So, we're sticking with the Falcons. A as weather a delay? Man, there's a weather delay in this bowl game. Shocker. That's ridiculous. Well, this game's going to Oh, yeah. By the way, it's like 1 o'clock. We're recording early. It was 2 now. We're yeah. recording early today. Yeah. Off of Christmas, it's nice. Giants and Cowboys. Jake? Cowboys. See, and this is where it becomes tough. When do they actually start benching people? You don't know. I'll tell you right now, Brandon took the Giants. Man. I'm going to take the Giants also. I am too. I, 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 you know, I have to. I don't. I just don't see Dallas. It's in New York, and they have no reason to win this game. Yeah, I don't see them putting much into it. They they should bench a couple people at Dak play for a little bit, but I bet they bench people. And the Giants have been playing well, so give me the Giants. Watch this be the game that screws us. Yeah. Panthers and Saints. That would be Dallas. They would. They've been doing it all year. Panthers and Saints, Jake. Well, both teams have nothing to lose right now. Carolina's out, and the Saints already clinched. I'm going to go with the Saints. Saints at home. They're not losing. They said business as usual. Um, Bridgewater will probably come in in the second half and play. Still win. Taylor Heineke got hurt, so they're down to like their third string nobody quarterback. And is it Luke Keekley? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> to be honest with you, I mean. Carolina is probably just going to want to lose at this point to get a better draft spot. I don't really think they care. They're not even going to show up, most likely. Yeah, I got the Saints. Jets and Patriots. The Brandon take. Saints. Um, I'm going to go Patriots. Yeah, Patriots are still playing, man. They have to win, so Patriots. Same here. Same for Brandon. Jaguars and Texans. Uh, Texans. Texans also have to win to win the division. If they lose, they could almost get knocked out of the playoffs. But they won't. They're in. I think they are. Texans. Yep. Texans as well. Lions at Packers. Uh, let's, go, let's go Packers. Yeah, Green Bay plays well in Detroit, so Packers going to win this. Cheeseheads for all of us. Eagles at Redskins. Foles is playing, right? I don't care who's playing. Playoff right. implications here. Foles, I think. Eagles here. Eagles for Brandon. The Eagles have to win. Chargers at Broncos. Uh, let's go the Bolts. The Chargers. Brandon has the Chargers. I have take, the Chargers. Take the Chargers as well. Raiders at Chiefs. Chiefs have to win. Chiefs. Chiefs all across the board. Here's where this is going to get fun. Bears at Vikings. <clears throat> Bears. God Damn it, man. I'm going with Vikings. Oh, bear. <sighs> Motherfucker. What? What happened? All right. So, shouldn't have had this scotch. I'm thinking too much. 
<laughs> so I went back and forth on this. You got Bears and Vikings. Vikings are right now the sixth seed in the playoffs. Bears don't want them in the playoffs. Because the Bears are the three seed, right? Yes. If they lose this, they're going to play the Vikings two weeks in a row. Right? Right. Because Seattle's not losing to Cardinals. It's not happening. So, I am going to go with my brother Bear. Duh, Bears are going to win this game. Got to be Bears. Eagles are going to make the playoffs as a sixth seed. They're going to Chicago. Go Bears. Next, Browns at Ravens. Another big game here. Now, let's just talk about this real quick. Ravens win. They win the division. Doesn't matter. Ravens lose. Steelers win. Steelers win the division. That is correct. Browns win. They have a 500 record. More than 500. 8-7-1. They lose 7-8-1. They tie 7-7-2. Still hell of a year either way for the Browns. That's absolutely correct. So, I'm going to get right into this. Brandon has the Browns. Bear. Ravens. Browns. Going with Browns. They're gonna win. They're gonna, or I'm sorry, they're gonna try to win. They're not gonna bench people just to keep the Steelers out. They're gonna want to have a winning record. But the Ravens are a better team, and they're at home. If it was in Cleveland, that would be a different story. But they're not. They're in Baltimore. Ravens win. I like the story of the Browns. My heart's telling me Browns, but I'm about not giving away merchandise. Give me the Ravens. Next, 49ers at Rams. Rams. <sighs> yeah, I mean, the Rams have to win, so they're going to have to play. I don't know if Gurley's going to play because they're already in the playoffs. Rams. Brandon has the Rams. Bengals at Steelers. Well, the Steelers have to win, and the Bengals suck, so definitely a Steelers victory. Was it in Pittsburgh? Yeah, probably. Steelers win. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers have to play to win. I think they're playing at the same time the Ravens are, right? Uh Yeah, so they're going to have to run up the score and do whatever they can to win. So, Steelers. Steelers across the board. Cardinals at Sea Chickens. Sea Chickens. Yeah, Seahawks. Seahawks across the board. And potentially the game of the week. The Colts, who have won, what, seven out of eight? Yep. They started out one and five. Is that right? Mm Mm-hmm. Sitting at nine and six, winner of this game, games in Tennessee, goes to the playoffs. I'm picking whoever you, the opposite team of you, because we picked everything the same. Are so, you serious? Yeah, dead serious. Um, I'm playing for personal too, so just remember that. So we're gonna tie. Playing for personal, bro. Well, I'm taking the Colts. So we as a pod are no, taking the Colts. No, I'm taking the Titans. All right. But you said the podcast has Grant Brandon pick Colts. Yep. Okay. Jake. Uh, I'm gonna go Colts. All right. Colts across the board. I think they went eight and nine. So we're taking the Colts as a podcast. And Bear is taking the Titans because we took everything across. I didn't realize that. And so it's either I'm beating you by two or we're tying for a championship. We're going to share a title. Yeah. Because you, you know what? We're the only people here that win titles. That's right. Well, Brandon doesn't. Well, except Brandon in college. Shit. We can still <laughs> catch him. Watch us fucking catch him. I hope we, we do. We can catch him, but very unlikely. All right. Podcast picks are locked and loaded for week 17. You want to read those back so we make sure they're right again? Falcons. Yes. Bills. Yes. Giants. Yes. Packers. Uh, yes. Patriots. Yes. Saints. Yes. Texans. Yes. Bears. Yep. Squealers. Yep. Ravens. Mm-hmm. Chargers. Mm-hmm. Chefs. Yep. Rams. 
Yep. Eagles. Yep. Hawks. Yep. Colts. Yep. There you go. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So, let's get right into the next thing. Who are the DraftKings picks? So, Brandon, quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Why? Against the Ravens, you idiot. You just made the list. Brandon's dumb. Idiot. Brady. I still love him, though. I'm going Roethlisberger. We're going to some Bengals defense. I, I was going to go Ben, too. He's going to light him up. <laughs> he's going to either destroy that defense. Right back. Brandon has Chris Carson from the Sea Chickens. They're going to rest him a little bit. He's not going to play that much. They shouldn't. Um, well, give me McCaffrey because why not? Not bad. I'll, I'll go with McCaffrey right there. I like that choice. I don't mind that choice. Um, hmm. Looking at all this, seeing what we need here. Um, give me Cohen, man. Yeah. Take him again. Yeah. All right, wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster for Brandon. After his fumble, he's going to need it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, Alshon Jeffrey, Eagles. I was going to go with Juju right there, too, after last week. Him and Ben are going to be my stack. Hmm. Give me T.Y. Okay. Tight end. David Njoku. Brandon, pairing with Baker. Oh, man. Um, fuck. Tight end. There's no good. Everyone's, like, hurt. Uh, give me Kittle, man. He just kills it every week. So Give me him, too. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> Another right. Kittle. Defense. Brandon with the Steelers. Ew. Defense right. sucks. You terrible. Um, I'm taking the Texans. It's good. Good defense. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Patriots this week against Darnold. They should have a pick six. All right. Who do the Bears play? Vikings. Vikings. At Minnesota. Go Bears. Dude, this this episode. Remember, we thought this was gonna be a long episode. Yeah. Hour and seventeen minutes. And we ate that whole bag of cheese, Jake. You ate the whole bag of cheese. <laughs> Shut Jerry. up. I'm blaming you too. That's like true. five pieces. Scotch, man. It's. Whew. You're welcome. <sighs> Gotta get that coffee. That coffee grinds in getgrinds.com. Check it out. Yeah. You have to Cinnamon buy, roll. Do you have to buy those offline? I do. Roll. You can buy them at the store, but I can buy them online. 10 rolls is like 30 bucks. It's not bad. It's good. Love next this time, shit. Next time Get Grinds. Right. Check out Cinnamon Roll Coffee Pouches. Good for you. All they have is caffeine, no nicotine, no nothing. Good supplement to smoking or chewing. Good stuff. I love it. Yeah, next time you order a roll of those, pick me up one. Yeah, dude, I'll get you. I, I got one in the house. So uh, after this show, we'll drive over to my house, and I will get you a cinnamon roll. How's that? Thanks, dear. You're welcome, honey. Oh, you should say dad. Oh, yeah. Thanks, dad. Thanks for being a dad. There you go. All right. Buddy the elf. Motherfucker. <laughs> Let's get right into this next thing we're going to do. So top three sports commercials, not Super Bowl, that are pertinent to sports. We're going to watch them live. So we're going to pause the show so we can watch each commercial and listen to it. And we're going to come back and talk about it. So I don't know if you guys have had time to think about this. So I'm going to go first. And I actually have two as my number three. There's three A and three B. I normally wouldn't do this, but you'll understand why. 3A, Jordan versus Bird. 3B, Dwight versus LeBron. So we're going to pause the show, we're going to watch this, and then we're going to come back and talk about my number three. So we'll be right back. 
All right, so we watched Larry Bird and Michael Jordan, and then we watched Dwight Howard versus LeBron James with, you know, of course, Larry Bird making the cameo appearance at the end. He ate the lunch. They don't know who he is. What do you guys think? I love it. I think it's hilarious. Exactly like the first one, except just with dunks. Yeah, it was with, good. With dunks. I mean, and the Jordan Bird one was awesome. It's but, classic. Yeah, you know, when they're too. on the Sears Tower or whatever it's called now, <laughs> off the scoreboard, off the street, off, off the, the highway. Expressway, yeah. through the window, nothing but net. And you got Larry the Bird who, you know, makes his cameo appearance and ate their lunch. Thanks for lunch. Thanks for lunch, guys. Who is that? I don't know. I have no idea. What do you think, Jake? Yeah, I like it. I think it's funny. Uh, all the jump shots in the Jordan versus Bird one. Then when LeBron and Dwight go, he's like, "No, no jump shots," because Dwight can't hit a shot to save his life, and he can only dunk. So I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> all right, who wants to go next? Number three, because we're going to make a stoppage here, and we're going to come back to it. All right. So and by the way, hold on. I want to tell them. Check these out. So like we said, LeBron. I, I, I'm sorry, Bear. Michael Jordan versus Larry Bird McDonald's commercial. Yep. And then the other one is we had, what, what was it called? Because you want to watch it in high-res. So new high-res, R-E-Z version, McDonald's commercial with LeBron James and Dwight Howard. Dwight. So next one, what do we got, Barry? Your right, number three. So my number three commercial actually goes to the wrestling world, the Mick Foley, Chef Boyardee. All right, so we're going to watch Mick Foley, Chef Boyardee, and we will be right back. And we're back, and I don't even know what to say. It's a great commercial. Mankind with Chef Boyardee all over his shirt. All over him in his, in his oh Mankind uniform. Fantastic. Mm, beefy. Mm, beefy. And I mean, mid-90s, Chef Boyardee was like the greatest food ever. So Yes, it was. Actually, it's I mean, still, it still is. It still really is. is. Beefaroni. But I mean, the Ravioli. commercial, though, man, the commercial great makes stuff. it. You know what my favorite, though, is SpaghettiOs with hot dogs. Mm, yeah. No, They're really good, good dude. I love it. Yeah, those are good, too. I love the hot dogs. Yeah, I, I can go hot dogs over meatballs. Yeah. Just barely, though. Yeah, yeah. Close. What do, you, what do you got, Jake? You got your number three. So let's go with Terry Tate, office linebacker. Okay, well, that's my number one, so I guess we'll just I'll, – I'll give you my two, but that is the greatest commercial of all time. All right, so Terry Tate uh, – see, you guys go funny. I, I didn't go funny for my, my number one and number two, but – Well, you should have. Or, or, or we can do the Jim Moore Cur- Cur- Coors commercial. All right, well, we're going to go Terry Tate. So let's go Terry Tate. Let me get into this. Give me one second. We'll be right back. Yes, I have uh, seen those, and those are fucking fantastic. The funniest commercials ever. And those, the ones that we watched were the uncut ones that didn't make TV. Yeah. But, ah, God, absolutely hilarious. Absolutely. So, Jake, I'm going to actually let you go with your number two since we're we're continuing to go here. You had Terry Tate. I'll let you go with your number two unless Bear has his number two. Um, you got yours? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's, Let's go, go with uh, the Mean Joe Green Coca-Cola commercial. That's a great one. So we'll be right back. Jake, I appreciate your number two, Mean Joe. And while we were at it, we watched uh, Peter Griffin with his Mean Joe Green commercial. He got a little bit more than just the jersey, though. Yes. Oh, yes, he did. Jackstrap. <laughs> Socks, pants, socks, pants. Why did he run away? Ah! He probably got well. The the jock strap landed on his face, <laughs> so he got that. Him. Probably got that penis stank all over his face. It was probably after a long sweaty game. He so got that Fumunda cheese. Ooh, God. no one wants the Fumunda cheese. You know what's funny? Uh, yesterday I had we did Christmas. With I thought you were gonna say Fumunda cheese. I didn't know where you were going. No, no, it. no. It's it'll tie right in. This is good. So yesterday I went over to uh, Cody's family on my mom's side of the family. And, How um, are you and Cody related, by the way? I never asked you. I know our, your cousins. Our parents are cousins. Okay. So my mom and his mom are first cousins. So we're technically second cousins. But, yeah, okay. You know, best Makes friends, sense. first cousins, second cousins, whatever it is. How many best friends do you have? 69. <laughs> I love it. Or 
So you knew that was coming. Yeah, that I is did. true. Probably six point. I don't even think I have sixty nine friends. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, we do. We have sixty nine mutual, well, mutual friends. <laughs> well, yeah. Fa- Facebook doesn't count. That means nothing. But that's hysterical that I noticed that, and I'm like, this is was fucking good. perfect. That was good. <laughs> so um, if we add friends or subtract friends, we got to delete somebody. We're right. We're gonna. We're, well, we won't be able to add. Adding's done. So if we subtract, then we'll start adding. But then we'll have to add no more mutual friends anymore. I like it. So anyway, so I went over there, and um, it, his mom got. Her boyfriend, Cody's mom's boyfriend, you got it? Okay. Okay. It's called, um, there was like other things, but it was like for your nuts. So it was like <laughs> sack spray, nut, nut nut butter. It was like cologne and stuff. It was like ball wash and all that. Dude, it was hilarious. Literally, they had like, it was it was called sack spray. And it was like nut butter to, it was like cologne for your nuts. So can we please call this episode hilarious. 39 sack, nut butter? Sack spray? I like nut butter. Uh, nut butter. Anyways, I thought it was a mean Joe because, story because she said she said it was one of those like ads, you know, that come on Facebook or scroll through on Facebook. She said it yeah. was the funniest thing. I said you should have got that for everybody. That would have been a great gift because that is a funny gift right there. If I would have known about that, that would have been a hilarious gift to get some people. Yes, it would have, and it probably smelled pretty good. It probably did. Jake good Cologne. What do you got for number two? I just did my number two. Yeah, you need to do your number two. What'd you do? Oh, mean Joe. I'm an idiot. Sorry. And you, you need to do your number. What two was your number two? I haven't given it to you because I, Terry Tate was my number one, so I only have one left. So you oh. need to do your number two, then I'll do mine, and then you can right. do your my, one. My Jake num- can do his one. My number one. my number two is the Derek Jeter Nike commercial, playing homage to everything Jordan, pretty much. I'm a Jeter fan. You know this, buddy. So that's my number two. Hey, he should have He should have got shot and killed, and the other guys not just shot. So Jesus. Sorry. It's terrible. Even when Mark Wahlberg's the guy that shot Derek Jeter. You shot Jeter. You're such an He's ass. a biracial saint. So any, <laughs> anyway, we're going to watch that. Jeter and the Nike. Hold on. Retupect? I don't get it. What does that mean? I, I'm not even going to get into it. <laughs> well, why would they put a two in the middle of a word? Uh, Jeter. Even though the two, I I'm, agree. I'm pretty sure Aretha Franklin didn't sing R-E-2-P-E-C-T. <laughs> Think it was, Find out what it means to I me. I think it was R E S last time I checked, but I'm just throwing that out there. But the two, but it was see, two doesn't make sense. I agree with you because there's no S. Two. It's backwards-ish. Read two pecked. Backwards-ish. Yeah. What do you think, Jake? I'm just. Do you like the commercial? Yeah, I love that commercial. You know, Derek Jeter's stand-up guy. Jordan. You got all the Nike people in yeah, there, man. Tiger. Yeah. You got. Ti- yeah. You had a lot of people show up in that. You had Billy Crystal. You had Phil Jackson. Ooh. You had Michael Jordan, of course. You had all Ooh. his court. Michael Jordan. Never heard of him. Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. Oh, what's the number again? Two eight one three three zero eight zero zero. Foe. Hit Mike Low up on the low because Mike Jones about to blow. Anyway, um, yes, Jordan or not Jordan? Derek Jeter, number two. Number two. Derek Jeter, number two. See what you did there. Yeah. Bob Shepard, thank you. Um, yeah, great commercial. You know, just a lot of respect there. His family's in the commercial. Like we said, Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan, Jorge Posada, Tina Martinez, Andy Pettit, Joe Torre, Mariano Rivera. Uh, just a just a great all-around commercial. So, Yes. Glad my, you liked it. My number two um, wasn't even a commercial that was in real life. It was a commercial on the movie Major League. My oh favorite, my God, the American Express commercial. Play it. Yep, we'll do. We'll be Play back. It. I like that on uh, YouTube there. So we got 2013 Cleveland Indians tribute, which was Amex uh, commercial. Yeah, the old really Amex good. Commercial. Wesley Snipes, you know, forgot to pay his taxes, so he stole home. Um, his Amex card didn't work. I guess. Yeah. Well, he just didn't pay it. It must have worked. What'd you think, Jake? 
Yeah, I like that. I actually never seen that before. So have you ever I, seen the movie Major League? No, I haven't. Oh, my, oh my God. Man. Dude, it's such a great movie. That. I have a, a Ricky Vaughn jersey in my closet. It's fantastic. I only I watch the movie once a year, and it's right before baseball starts. You know, when I fire yeah. that bad boy up. Do you, watch, do you like two? Mm, it's okay. Uh, not that big of a fan. One will obviously always be the best. But yeah. two is, like I said, it's not bad. Three was terrible. Was that the back to the minors? I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was really bad. And then they went to the twins. I think maybe it was in that one. No, nobody was in that one, were they? Not really. I think Sheen was still in. I don't think he was in three. He was in two. He was in two, but yeah, I can't remember if he was in three or not. It it got bad after that. They should have kept it at two at the worst. But one was amazing. You got to go check that movie out, Jake. Absolutely hilarious. Check that out, Jake. What's your number one, buddy? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, let's be like Mike Gatorade commercial. All right, we'll be right back. Jake's number one, Be Like Mike on the YouTube. Uh, I enjoy that. You know, it pays homage to Michael Jordan, of course, and, you know, what he meant to the sport and and kids in general that grew up and wanted to be like Mike. I wish I could gamble like Mike. Does that count? He doesn't win, though, does he? No, but he's got a lot of money, so I could... You know, could do that. He's still worth a shitload of money. Isn't he the only one uh, that owns an NBA team that was a former player? Until LeBron does it. Yeah, LeBron will do Phil it. Phil Jackson right never played in the NBA? Let's check He that. doesn't own, wait, he he doesn't did, own he a doesn't team, own though. It. No, he's just the GM. That's right. Yeah. I think Phil did play in the NBA for a little bit. Yeah, he did. I'm pretty sure he did, too. Uh, Phil LeBron is, like, 6'8". Uh, he's yeah. a big man. LeBron, he did play. I think so. LeBron will own a team eventually. Yeah. And let, let, let's Hopefully do, the Cavs. Let's... Yeah, that's what he wants. He wants to own the Cavs. That'd be nice. Do you think he sells them? Gilbert? Yeah. No, not to LeBron, he wouldn't. He hates LeBron, so I don't think he ever would. Gilbert is is a crappy businessman. The money's right, I think he does, but we'll see. So my number one uh, is going to go back to sort of similar to my number two. It, Derek Jeter, the Gatorade commercial, is my number one. Is this one recent or no? Uh, it's right when he retired, same time. So Gatorade did this. This is probably my favorite of all time. Obviously, it's my number one. So we'll be right back. And we're back with the number one Derek Jeter Gatorade commercial. I don't get it. The two isn't a G. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? It's true. It doesn't make sense. You're killing me. They spent all these money on these commercials. And they can't even get it right. Oh, my God. Do they not know letters to numbers well, there at Gatorade obvi- Nike? Okay. So in all seriousness, I love that commercial just because. That was serious. I hate you so much. Uh, yeah, but you are correct. Um, I love that commercial for obvious reasons. Not only is it Derek Jeter, he's probably, like we've talked about, the greatest shortstop of all time and uh, just an upstanding human being. And the song is perfect. Gift basket king, I agree. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, he is. Frank Sinatra, my way, playing, going throughout the the city in New York. Uh, Very important. I I think the thing that hits home there is him walking in Monument Park because he knows he's going to be a part of that and his number retired now. Of course it is. Mm -hmm. And... uh, just all around for me, perfect commercial. What do you think, Jake? Yeah, I love it. Uh, obviously, Jeter, stand-up guy, awesome, top shortstop of all time, like you said. I think that commercial has a lot of good to it, just like the Nike commercial that you played. I think they're both awesome commercials and a great way to send out the captain. Yep, and, uh, you know, as, as anybody, you know, send a, on Twitter, at OTL Sports Pod, send us some of your suggestions for – uh, commercials. Even if it's on Facebook, uh, anybody can tell us. Jason, you can tell us. Jeremy, you can tell us. Anybody. Justin, you know, we're, we want to hear them, and we want to be able to check out some other commercials, and maybe we'll watch them on the show. Um, yes, we had to pause here because we didn't want to watch it through the show because it would have been boring to hear us because we actually want to 
see it and think mm-hmm. about it and discuss it afterwards. So check out all those commercials. We named them for you. Uh, we appreciate you all listening. And we thought this was going to be a longer show. It's actually an hour shorter than what I thought. Good. So I'm actually appreciative of this being a shorter show. So, um, you know, get that in there, that pigskin college football, college football, what is it, Capital One College Bowl Mania. Yep. And uh, we are. Pigs can pick them. Don't we, get those in if you don't want to, though. Yeah, don't get those in. We don't want to give away any swag. So um, we'll thank our sponsors, All Wear Clothing, The Original, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, Verizon PNC, Charlie's Dodge. Thank you all for what you do. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. And good afternoon again because it's the afternoon. And be safe over there tonight, Gary.